Hello everyone. Happy Tuesday and welcome to the, our third podcast from Spill the Tea Pods. This is BB along with Keisha and we have a special guest today from our internal team and that's none other than CNE whom Shubh mentioned the last time. Hi CNE, how are you? Hi, it's really good to be here. Yeah. All right. So before we start our topic today, I would like to take this moment to really thank all our listeners from around the world. And when I say around the world, Kisha, you had kept a track. Uh, where were our listeners from in the last two podcasts? Yeah, um, like what I shared with you guys, the analytics that we got so far, we have listeners from Norway, UK, Singapore, Hong Kong, Indonesia, Australia, New Zealand, and even Poland. Wow, that's Woo-hoo. that's great, and that's exactly what we were aiming for because we started spill the teapots with this idea of uh, challenging the conventional and opening this to our listeners that there are possibility of doing something different to that what we have uh, grown up with now today's topic is about the degree dilemma now when i say degree dilemma i would like to ask you kisha what do you understand of this three words the degree dilemma degree dilemma hmm well, it depends because for some people, it might have a different meaning. For me, uh, I've been working for almost two years now and I've been thinking about doing a postgraduate degree. So that's my degree dilemma. But if you ask someone who is currently in school, degree dilemma will be something like, oh, should I continue pursuing my bachelor's or should I just quit and, um, you know, continue working so it depends really on the context so i'm quite excited uh what are you what are we going to discuss today bb oh that's rightly said you know it it depends on the context in fact yes you are right whether we talk about a conventional degree uh for our careers or uh just like certification in fact uh the last six seven months i was kind of watching my friends and uh, you know going on LinkedIn and I feel that there is a mad rush of acquiring a degree or uh, a certification and that is exactly what I uh, wanted to talk to you guys about today. Now while I feel uh, learning is a skill which should be a continuous process, I somehow see a hustle, a fear of missing out that everybody is trying to, you know, uh, learn a new skill and having that fear of missing out if they don't utilize this time well, uh, they are, they'll fall back in their careers. I mean, what's your perspective, CNE? I do see like a lot of people nowadays with their free time during quarantine, they would go after like certifications online. So it's like mm-hmm. super readily accessible for people. Yep. But also like, what I don't get is that we are all rushing to certify ourselves, but certify ourselves with what? What are you going to do with it afterward? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? Right. What, what are you going to do after that? You know, is this something that you are acquiring this degree or certification just for the factor of uh, you know, expanding your uh, career or, you know, you're running after uh, you know, your salary? Now, when I, when I, talk about careers and salaries isn't it this that there are many factors that affect someone's salary or career 
What do you think, Isha? Yeah, definitely. But here's the thing, when you talk about degree dilemma in, and salary even, I would say that degree definitely gives you a higher starting salary. Um, that's the key word here, starting. Yeah. Yeah. And it depends. I've also been working for, uh, for almost two years now, and I have stories about my juniors, seniors, and relatives who manage to work with amazing projects. And they all have different stories, you know, when it comes to salary. If they're doing the job that they like, but the salary is just okay, then they don't mind. But everyone has a different story. And I'm also curious about their perspective on each business, on how they view a degree. Mm -hmm. So recently I joined a webinar, which um, I think BB recommended about the future of work. Um, it was with um, Munir Azuzi, who is one of the VPs of Kojek, Indonesia's uh, darling unicorn. So I asked him about you know, his opinion on this because I've been thinking about doing postgraduate degree. And I asked him uh, when he's filtering people's resume and you know, all this stuff, um, he mentioned that someone with more experience will stand out more to him. But when he is comparing two fresh graduates, for example, one who graduated from LSE, London School of Economics, and one who graduated from a rather less popular university, then it will matter. But then if that particular person who has, uh, you know, is from the lesser known university, but if he has experience with coding and everything like that, then definitely uh, that will be a priority. So that's what has changed throughout the years. Um, there's a blurred lines between a degree, experience, yeah. and professional certification. And you said it right, Tisha. I mean, there are what you meant is many factors that affect someone's salary. Uh, I mean, you mentioned about the starting salary. That's exactly right. Now, there are many factors as in the experience, the skills, connections, and uh, overall uh, education. You know, these are the things which determine someone's uh, salary. Now, consider this. If we are talking about, you know, accumulating degrees or learning new skills. Now, even if someone is highly educated, they might not get a higher salary because there are many people to do that one job. On a flip side, you may have a high paying job if you come across a niche job. You know, I, I don't know if you guys know uh, about uh, this uh, role called funeral consultant. Have you heard uh, about this role before? Oh my God, sounds so creepy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't heard it before. Oh, you heard yes, it. Yes, but okay. it's yeah. very rarely brought up, especially Absolutely. anything to do with the dead is like taboo. That that's what I was, uh, you know, my whole point of uh, coming with this topic and then having a discussion and also listening uh, what our uh, listeners uh, feel about this is that the fact is that learning a new skill. As CNE uh, mentioned, that what you want to do after acquiring that degree, acquiring that skill set or that certification is more important than just being in the fear of missing out. Uh, and, you know, there's no necessity. I mean, there shouldn't be any matters that since we have time right now, we have to accumulate uh, many uh, degrees as possible. Am I right, CNE? What, what's, uh, do you have any examples to share with us? I, I do think it's right. I think I do think it's very important that you don't lose yourself by following trends. Like just because ten of your friends is doing it doesn't mean you have to do it too. 
what you do with a degree is more important than whether or not you have it. Because you could have a degree in something that, like you said before, everyone does the same thing or a lot of people is already in that field. Then, yeah. you know, like what, yeah. it doesn't make you special. If you're not special, then maybe your salary or your uh, career advancement prospects are a little bit more competitive. Yep. Do you really want to be in it or you can just follow whatever, for example, you can follow your passion and find something more unique. Passion. I mean, you spoke about passion, Cianiad. Uh, now, say, I mean, I, I take the example of like uh, most of us are in uh, IT. Uh, and, I mean, I'm talking about the host uh, from Spill the, Spill the Tea Pods. And AI, mm -hmm. machine learning, all these are buzz, buzzwords. And there are a lot of uh, certifications out there. Now, you know, you might not be somewhere related to IT or uh, the usual genre, but still you might have the pressure of, oh, I should acquire that degree, I should do that certification. But if your passion doesn't lie there, if you're not passionate about that, uh, that one thing, you know, doing an AI or machine learning degree won't help you. Uh, anyways, that's, I think, I think if I articulate what you're saying, CNE, uh, I think that's what you're trying to say, right? Um, it, for me, I think it depends because I do have a friend who her passion used to be in art. Mm -hmm. So during high school, right? So we were all scrambling to figure out what, what major we want to take. So hers was art. She wanted to do animation. But at the same time, she's also very, very gifted academically. Like she is like top notch up there. So she decided to go to arts, knowing that the job prospects after she graduates might mm. not be as good. She managed to go to the, like one of the top art schools in Hong Kong. During her time there, she just realized, you know, like, hey, maybe, maybe this isn't right. When she left to go for that school as well, like a lot of people are saying like, oh, such a shame. Like you could have like gotten into some other uni, some other famous ones, take science, take engineering, and you, could, and you would have done like amazing. You know, in the end, all this pressure on her make her cave in. So she dropped out of that art school and reapplied into another top uni in Hong Kong for computer science, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, yeah, I know like the difference is... Yeah. Very, <laughs> but, but she thankfully could keep up with the studies, could keep up with everything. So in the end, right now, she's working for a very good company, earning a very, very good salary. When I spoke to her, she still say like, you know, maybe after working a few years, I want to go back to study arts again. So there's always that feeling like, like what if I've done what I like? Right. I think she's getting into it. She's like really liking whatever she's learning as well right now. I think passion and reality depends on a person's priority. Do you think you can make your passion work or do you think you'll just go for whatever is the realest one? Awesome. That, that was uh, a nice and a very practical story. I think many of us are in uh, such a dilemma and we just do things out of the pressure. And that was the whole point of opening this for discussion. What do you think, uh, Kisha? Do you have any personal story of yours? Yeah, um, but 
I think this is more about the culture and values back then. So, uh, okay, I'm just gonna start about like how fortunate am I right now? I had the chance to choose whatever I wanted to study because of my mom's uh, past experience. So the culture back then, or maybe uh, still quite incorporated in our culture is the fear of missing out or following the trends, like what you've mentioned just now. So my grandma was uh, one, one of those people. And back in the 70s, uh, Indonesia, apparently studying English literature was the cool thing to do, or probably like the one thing that every parents wanted their kids to do. Not sure why, probably because of the booming of uh, multinational companies um, that's entering Indonesia during that time. So my mom wanted to study economics or dentistry, uh, and she even got an offer already. So, but my grandma did not approve. And I think, <laughs> I think as someone, you know, from the Asian culture, we've, we've experienced something like that at least once, not, not about studies, mm -hmm. but like anything, right? So yeah. after, <laughs> after graduating with a literature degree, she became a secretary to the managing director where she built her connections and got involved in major projects. And some people are probably not so lucky like my mom. Uh, after studying something they dislike, they don't even get a job they like. But then she managed to build that uh, you know, particular connections um, where it has benefited her uh, now when she's looking for opportunities, business opportunities or whatnot. Uh, so yeah, it's just uh, similar uh, to to you know the current trend of you know fear of missing out, yeah. and now everyone is competing to be you know the most productive one. Like it's crazy. It's definitely okay to enjoy working at home and doing your own thing, but it doesn't mean that you have to set up your own business and capitalize your new skills. That's you can do that much much later, right. and yeah. I think the pressure adds on because of social media that didn't exist back then, but now there's so, so <laughs> there's so many uh, social pressure, family pressure, everything is there, and yeah, that's the the power of social media now and back then. Uh, it's just it's just crazy like how it affects uh, someone you know with anxiety and like making people feel like they miss out on something. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what we are doing, leveraging the social media to tell people that you shouldn't feel pressure, guys. It's okay not to, you know, participate in this hustle to have a mad rush of acquiring a degree or a certification. Now, uh, those were incredible uh, stories. I think, I think those were stories that each one of us have encountered in our lives. We are still encountering uh, many of our friends, relatives, you know, the society we live in do live with such uh, fear of missing out that we constantly uh, talked about. Now, I want to end this podcast with one question. And this is for our listeners as well as for you, Keisha and Sin. What are we paid for? Are we paid for the degree certification that we have on paper or the problems we solve in a job? Oh my God, that's... That's a tough question. And I think, I think it varies from each person. Yeah. Um, because mm -hmm. for example, 
um, like what you said, someone can be hired because they are multi-skilled. And being multi-skilled, it doesn't mean uh, you have like a technical knowledge or something like that. It may be, it might be something so simple like language or your, um, your experience. And, you know, we are very familiar with the environment, yeah. right, BB, especially in, in KL, where we know someone who speaks Japanese will get a higher starting salary, especially in the customer support, uh, yeah. you know, kind of field. Yeah. So it depends. But it's also interesting to note that people's happiness is highly relevant or re relative to how they feel they are doing uh, in comparison to people around them. So, for example, if your university friends or your colleague all seem to be doing better than you, then you're going to feel much more worse. That's why uh, people who volunteer at um, old folks' home, zoos, beaches, like me and Hubes, we, we volunteer at beaches, uh, and then we get a happiness boost because it resets our sense of relative success. It gives us like perspective. And yeah, that's just yeah. just something that I guess we should do more. Um, yeah, that's just I, my opinion. I forgot about everything and I just thought of beaches when you mentioned that. So, and, and holidays. Now, <laughs> what, I, what I also want to tell you, just what you pointed out, uh, Tisha, that, uh, you know, in KL, somebody uh, who can speak Japanese or from native Japan uh, will get a higher starting salary. That doesn't mean that, you know, uh, I should be pressurized to learn Japanese. I mean, I like I love the Chinese culture. So maybe, you know, if I kind of link it with my passion, I can always think of uh, it. That was very well said, Kisha. I think that's what. Thank you. Yeah. Just just trying to yeah. sound more intelligent, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So that right. brings. Uh, to the end of our uh, podcast, Sieni, do you have uh, any point from your side? Um, I think in regards to like the skills that you want to learn, I think you should have the right motivation, mm -hmm. not just something that is a passing fad or anything. Like Absolutely. you need to know what motivates you. Different people are motivated differently, mm -hmm. and don't let success stop you from reaching success it's very intimidating to be successful because mm -hmm. you think like other people would expect more out of you but yeah that's so true just, <laughs> oh my god you should just take it easy yeah. yeah like i think this should be talked about more maybe in its own topic for now i think don't follow other people but just follow your own way don't yep. try to cram everything into like this very perfect little box of your life because nothing is perfect. Life isn't perfect. And it's, and it's perfectly okay to be inadequate and just not lose the quest of being happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fantastic. And, awesome. and let's, just, yeah. let's just put it this way. No matter what you do, people are always going to judge you. So, so, don't yeah. so just do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And <laughs> don't don't be in that degree dilemma, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, participating, CNE. You know, I just want to end uh, this podcast thanking all our listeners from around the world, not just by listening and appreciating our podcast because we have just started, but keep those uh, good critical feedbacks coming in so that we keep on doing this every time. 
and to our listeners don't forget to follow our insta page because that's where we keep on communicating with you and whatever feedback you might have please do drop those on our instagram page which is build the tea pots yeah we're gonna post uh travel recommendations uh movie recommendations and more memes this week especially uh, christmas coming there might be some christmas special who knows so yeah make sure you follow us on instagram okay kisha we know 2020 is finally ending thank you for reminding <laughs> us <laughs> all right guys thank you so much have a lovely tuesday and look forward to meet you again bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.